Uh, good morning, DCN. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. How many of you are, are glad to be in the house of the Lord? Amen. Amen. I'm glad to be sharing this time with you. I have eagerly waited for this time to share the word of God with you this morning. Please turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 to verse 13 is our text for this morning. Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 to 13. It's the first book of the New Testament. And if you're using the Bibles provided for you, it's on page 960. I'd like all of us to turn and open our Bibles. Open your literal Bibles or your Bible apps. Uh, please ignore the notifications if Facebook or Instagram pops up on your page. Uh, please, let's, let's focus on the Word of God this morning. Matthew chapter 6. Last week, we began uh, studying looking into understanding the Lord's Prayer, the prayer that the Lord Jesus Christ himself taught his disciples. And today we are reading a version from the Gospel of Matthew. If you will rise with me as I read God's word. Matthew 6, verse 9. This, then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You may take a seat. Father, we come in your son's precious name, Jesus, our Lord and Savior, that you would help us in this time of hearing from heaven, hearing from your truth, hearing the message that you have for us this morning. Whether we have come from a difficult week of shoveling out, whether we've come from a difficult week of not being able to complete our errands, whether we've come from a week of broken relationships, whether we've come through a week of difficult financial difficulties, or even difficulties in finding a job, we ask you, Holy Spirit, to speak into our hearts the heavenly message you have for us today that will give us comfort, encouragement, counsel, and also conviction to turn our eyes upon you. So this morning, we commit ourselves to you. We commit our time to you so that we may hear your holy word. Lord, help me as I become your mouthpiece. Help me to hear well from you, Holy Spirit. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be pleasing unto you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. How many of you have ever received a phone call in your life? Phone call. Excellent, excellent. Even Timmy. That's great. Lala, too. Great. Phone call. How many of you have ever had to say, 
wrong number. Sorry, wrong number. So let's think about that. What, what happened on the other end of the line? Well, the other person obviously wanted to reach a certain person, but they probably pressed a wrong digit, correct? And they got to you. So they got the wrong number. It's simple, but maybe that's how you may feel when you pray. You feel like you're not getting through. You feel like, oh, I'm just not getting to the mark. I've been praying and praying, and they, Pastor Elisha always tells me to pray, and I, I try it, and it just doesn't work. Maybe for some of you, praying, this is a totally new concept for you. What in the world is praying to God? I can't even see him. And you tell me it's a conversation with him. Well, this message is for all of those people who feel challenged in, in praying. This message is actually for, for me. Because through the study of today's text and through the memorization and, and meditation and prayer, God has uh, helped me to discover and also uncover the precious treasure of the title of this message. Follow with me. Hallow your name. Hallow your name. You can say it. Hallow your name. It's not, it's not, hello, your name, okay? It's, it's hello. It, it comes from verse um, 9 of what we read today. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. In the King James, hallowed be thy name. Your name. And I've tried to uh, just study this and pray on this. And the Lord has been doing a mighty work in my heart because I've been praying for a long time. I got saved when I was 11. I lived in uh, UK and I lived in a place called Manchester and that night I couldn't go to sleep. So I went to my parents' room and I said, Mom and Dad, I'm just so scared. I think there's like eyes looking at me. And at that time when you're 11, you believe in like ghosts and stuff like that, you know. So they, they said, well, sit down, Elisha. Let me share with you that you do not have to be afraid. And that night I knew that I knew that I knew I needed a savior. Jesus came into my heart. He forgave me of my sin. I knew that he died for me on the cross and that he resurrected and that I had begun a new life, that I was regenerated, that I was born again. Yes, I'm one of those born agains, as you would say. Yes, I've been redeemed. I've been restored and reconciled to God by the way of the cross and him crucified, Jesus, my Lord and Savior. So I've been praying for a long time. That was when I was 11. For, from that time on, I've been praying. And now I'm 35. Can you believe it? How many years have I, have I been praying? And how many times have I recited the Lord's Prayer? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven and so forth. I've prayed it so many times. If you grew up in my culture, Korean culture, you go to a worship service. At the end of the worship service, what do we pray? The Lord's Prayer. And how many times have I been to a worship service? I lost count. So I've prayed this prayer a lot of times, but not until this week. I found something that has revolutionized my prayer. And it's like fire shut up in my bones and I just couldn't resist. And today is the day that I get to share this with you. Can you sense the excitement? 
Are you awake this morning? There is a message that God has for us and it's going to revolutionize our prayer lives because hallowed be your name has a treasure that we have not discovered. Maybe you have caught glimpses of it, but today I believe God is going to speak to you and me and we will continue to hallow your name. Everyone say, hallow your name. What does hallowed mean? Hallow, hallow, holy. Holy. Amen. We sang that today. I don't know how many songs had holy in it, but that was on purpose. Holy. It's the name of our God. He's consecrated. He is sacred. He is revered. He's also set apart. He is utterly unique. Holy. Hallow means to, it's holy, consecrated. And hallowed be your name also means this. Cause your name, and I'm praying this, cause your name to be holy, O God, in my life as it is in heaven. Cause your name to be revered in my life as the angels do so well in heaven, on earth, in me. Make sure, God, your name is revered, not profaned. How many times have you heard people say, Oh my! How many people say, Gee! When they are really frustrated. I went to the golf driving range one time and uh, I was practicing, you know, my, my golf swing's pretty good, okay, but I still need to practice. And there was another person practicing right next to me, and every time he hit a ball this way, he would say the name of my Lord, my Savior. And he would say that in vain. It's like, you love your mother, right? What if your friend keeps on calling your mother's name every time they're so frustrated and use it as a bad word? How would you feel? Same thing for me. He kept on saying, Jesus. And he didn't know Jesus. So at the end of my bucket, I scrummaged up the courage and I went to him and I said, Sir, do you know Jesus? He's my friend. He's my savior. And he's like, uh, I, no, I don't know Jesus. And I was able to just share briefly, not preach at him, but just share that I have such affection for the name of Jesus. Maybe in your workplaces or in your schools, you hear people profane the name of God. In the tabloids, in the news, the secular world likes to stomp on the name of Jesus, which should be lifted up so high, which should be so treasured, which should be so cherished. Something that's so pure does not deserve the world to stomp the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. So listen, Jesus is teaching the disciples then and today Hallow your name is the first and foremost prayer that you should pray. But I've prayed it a lot and never found this meaning to be so utterly unique. 
So do we need to lift up the holy name of God in our lives? Yes. Do we need to lift up the holy name of God in our families and in our relationships? Yes. Do we need to lift up and make sure his holy name gets revered in this region and nation and all over the world? Yes, indeed. Shout it from the rooftops. Jesus is Lord and he deserves our honor and praise. Glory to God. I believe it. I believe it. And it's not my scrummaged up faith. It's God who has put his faith in me. Isn't that amazing that he would give his faith and put it inside of you that helps you believe? Oh, joy. Oh, joy. Hallow means to make holy. Your name. Then what is the name of God? What's his first name? What's his family name? What's his middle name? Have you ever thought of that? Well, I've done some study for you. I've done some heavy lifting. And uh, if you would turn with me to Psalm 23. Psalm 23. It's one of my favorite uh, chapters in the Bible. And uh, other Bible scholars have found the names of God inside this chapter. And I found it fascinating. Uh, so I'm just going to help us go through uh, this chapter with the names of God in Psalm 23. Psalm 23. If you have found it, say Christ-likeness. All right, excellent. And some of you have this by memory. So how does this begin? I'm going to read from the KJV. The Lord is my shepherd. That's so good. Everyone say, the Lord is my shepherd. Is he your shepherd this morning? Is he leading you? Do you hear his voice? Because his sheep know his voice. In fact, if you know the shepherd's voice, it means you can discern any other voice. Any other voice like the voice of the devil who keeps telling you you're, you're not good, you're not so good, you're not worthy of being loved. You don't measure up. We say, no, that's not my shepherd's voice. My shepherd's voice is gentle, strong, affirming. So how do we find the names of God in Psalm 20? The Lord is my shepherd. First one. If you want to write this down, please do so. Jehovah Ra. Jehovah Ra. It means the Lord, my shepherd. Jehovah Ra. I shall not want. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, my provider. In Genesis 22 verse 14, we find the first explanation of this name, Jehovah Jireh. Do you remember this story? Yes, you do. Um, Abraham takes Isaac up Mount Moriah and he's about to sacrifice him. But God says, stop. And God provides a ram. God provides Jehovah Jireh, who? My provider. Verse 2. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He is Jehovah Shalom, the Lord, my peace. Everyone say shalom to your neighbor. Shalom, shalom. 
That's how they greet one another in the land of Israel, even today. I've been there. They say, shalom, shalom. The Lord, my peace. Verse 3, he restoreth my soul. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, my healer. How many of us need healing in our lives this morning? Amen. Continue to call upon Jehovah Rapha. He is my healer. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Jehovah Chitkenu, the Lord of righteousness. Verse 4, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Jehovah Shammah, the Lord is present. That's also the name of Jesus, by the way, in the New Testament. God Emmanuel, God with us. God loved you so much that he came in the flesh. His name is Jesus. He walked this earth. He lived a sinless life. And yet, he died the most gruesome death that only sinners deserve so that he would be the atonement sacrifice for you and for me and for all the human race. Amen? God Emmanuel. Jehovah Shammah. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Jehovah Ezer, the Lord my help. Verse 5, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Jehovah Nishi, the Lord, my standard of victory. I heard an old, old story. Jehovah Nishi, oh victory. In Jesus, my Savior forever. Someone asked me, Elisha, you've been singing that song for such a long time. I mean, how many weeks, Elisha, do we have to sing that? Oh, victory in Jesus. And I said, oh, thank you. Thank you for asking. Uh, one of the reasons is I like it. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I love that song. It's, it's blessing me. The other reason is I, I see our children. They're actually dancing to the song. Have you ever recognized and seen that? When we sing the song, Oh, Victory in Jesus. Oh, by the way, one of the ladies said they want to see how high I can jump. You get ready. You haven't seen nothing yet. I might touch the roof sometime. But our children, they're dancing to this song. And they actually came and told me, I never heard that song before. But all teachers know and professors know that how do we learn? You repeat it again and again and again. And some people have told me that song is stuck in my head. I can't get rid of it. I'm glad. It should be stuck in your head because he plunged me to victory by his redeeming and cleansing flood. Amen. Jehovah Nishi. Thou anointed my, he my head. Thy, thou anointest my head with oil. Jehovah in Kadesh, the Lord, my holiness, my sanctification. And that's where the word holy, Kadosh, comes in. Jehovah in Kadesh, my Lord, my holiness, my sanctification. 
bless you, Lord. My cup runneth over. Jehovah manna. Jehovah manna. The Lord my portion. Verse 6. This is the last one. This is the 11th name, by the way. And if you need this, uh, it's on our Facebook page. You can go and look at it and pray through it. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Jehovah Shalek, the Lord my inheritance. The Lord my inheritance. My inheritance is heaven. <laughs> I'm the richest person in the world. I'm the most joyful person, and I'm, a, I'm the most happiest person on the whole wide world planet because I am redeemed. I'm saved and I have an inheritance. Jehovah Shalek is my Lord. He is my Savior. He is for me. And he says to me, I will not leave you. I will not forsake you. That is your God. So how can we just be so stale? How can we not jump up and say, victory in Jesus? There's a song, how can I stop from singing your praise, right? You just wake up and say, how can I stop singing? Because you're so good to me. You are so good. And then there's other names, Elohim, El Shaddai, El Elyon, Adonai, all of these names. Now, don't tell me you have nothing to pray for. Because just with the first line of what Jesus teaches us, hallowed be thy name, how many names? Thank you, Lord. That you are Jehovah Ra'ah, my shepherd. Thank you, Lord, that you are my healer, Jehovah Rapha. Thank you that you are my provider, Jehovah Jireh. Keep praising him. Oh, my word, your prayer life will get so deeper as you obey Jesus' words. Hallowed be thy name. Hallow your name. Let your name be sanctified, O God. On earth, as it is in heaven. Remember Isaiah 6, the angels calling out to one another. What do they say? Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. That's who he is. That's his nature. That's his character. He is holy. And I love him for that. Maybe you know that I like to sing songs. I sing songs in my office. I sing songs when I'm driving. And I found a song that gives you a context for the names of God. Can I sing this for you? Yeah. Is it okay? Yeah. It, it goes against my preaching principles and methods, but I think this will help. Jehovah, he is Jehovah. Maybe you know this song, and we'll have the words up if, if we can. But he is Jehovah, God of creation. He is Jehovah, Lord God Almighty, the balm of Gilead, the rock of ages. He is Jehovah, the God that healeth thee. He is the great I am, the God of Abraham. Jehovah Shalom, the God of peace I am, the God of Israel, the everlasting one. 
He is Jehovah, the God that healeth thee. Sing, sing hallelujah, sing hallelujah, sing hallelujah, sing hallelujah. He is Jehovah, Lord God Almighty. He is Jehovah, the God that healeth thee. He's your provider, Jehovah Jireh, God of salvation, God of Messiah, the Son he sent to you and testified of him. He is Jehovah, the God that healeth thee. Sing hallelujah, sing hallelujah, sing hallelujah, sing hallelujah. He is Jehovah, Lord God Almighty. He is Jehovah, the God that healeth thee. Is the name of God worthy of our praise, worthy of our adoration, worthy to be lifted up, worshipped, proclaimed, and cherished, and treasured? Yes, indeed, with no doubt in my mind, he is worthy of our praise and worthy of our worship. There is no other God. There is no other name by which we are saved. It's Jesus alone. John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one, that means no one, no one on this planet can come to the Father except through Jesus Christ alone. Don't believe anything else besides the word of God. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And that's why Jesus teaches his disciples first to hallow your name. This little part of the Bible, this text, has been for my soul and my spirit like chicken soup, homemade mummies, chicken soup on a cold, cold day after shoveling five inches of snow. It's like clam chowder for my soul. I love clam chowder. Yum. But for my soul, God is nourishing me like that. For my soul, then how do we apply this prayer to our lives? Well, I've, I found, I found a key in John 17. You don't need to turn there. I, I'll explain for you. John 17, Jesus gives us a good model of prayer. From verse 1 to 5, Jesus prays for himself. So how do we pray this for ourselves? Father in heaven, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name in my life. Lord, help me to lift up your name in my life. In John 17, 6 to 19, Jesus prays for his disciples. You pray for the ones who are close to you. Father, I pray for my son, Leo, that his life would be based on hallowing your name. It's like concentric circles, isn't it? You pray for yourself, hallow your name in me. 
hallow your name in my wife, in my son, in my church family. And then Jesus goes on from verse 20 to 26, for all believers and also those who are yet to believe. So you pray that over your neighbors. Father, I pray for my next door neighbor that he will hallow your name, that she will hallow your name, that they will get to know your name. Help them to hallow your name. Help them. And then you expand that to the town of Danvers, the 23,000 people. Father God, we ask in the name of Jesus that the 23,000 people of Danvers will hallow your name, glorify your name, that their lives will be centered around the name of Jesus. And then you pray a bigger prayer for the North Shore, 780,000 people. Father in heaven, we pray that the people of the North Shore and Essex County will get to hallow your name and then it goes on to this region of new england to this nation and all over the world that's how we pray this prayer don't tell me you have nothing to pray for just start with this one i couldn't go to sleep because the holy spirit was working so deeply within my soul hallow your name <laughs> hallow your name in my life god let your name be holy. Cause your name to be holy and sacred in my life. Help me to be consecrated for you, totally set apart for you. Sleepless nights because I've been praying this prayer for you. Father, I pray that our people at the Danvers Church of the Nazarene will hallow your name. That this would not just be a prayer, but this would be a lifestyle even as we breathe. Hallow your name. Make your name holy in our lives, God. May we not profane the name of God in any way, God. May we live for you. I've looked back on my journey with Jesus this week and I've recognized that I grew up and it was innate within me with a lot of hurt and with a lot of fear. Can any of you attest to hurt and fear? Okay, for those who are not lifting their hands, may the Lord forgive you. A lot of hurt and fear. I was locked into my fear. And because of my fear, my worldview was that I needed to perform. So I needed to study really hard, get into the best university, you know, have, have that elite mindset. I need to perform. Oh, by the way, I, I'm Korean, if you don't know. Some people think I'm Chinese. That's okay. I love, I love the Chinese people uh, from the bottom of my heart. But in Korea, you need to study very hard in order to get into kind of an Ivy League school. And that's, what I, that's my goal. I, I need to get there. That's going to perfect me. So I would study out of fear and out of that worldview that I needed to perform and be affirmed, right? I was a people pleaser. I didn't want anyone to look down on me. 
So I worked out of that. And sometimes I, I would do that in a way that would uh, stamp and trample on other people. Why? Because I needed to climb up the ladder so that I could be affirmed and get to that goal. I don't care about them. I only care about me. That was who I, that was me. That was me. And my worldview was so skewed and so upside down that I, I need the best of everything. If I'm, just for example, if I'm buying a belt, okay, just buy a belt. You know, Amazon.com, belt, okay, buy it, wear it, easy. Go to Costco, get a belt. No, I, I need to research the best belt, right, made out of alligator skin, you know, as it were, and, you know, get, the, get that badge, whatever badge, you know, like, whatever, you know, I just need, and I would wear it, and I would wear it like this, you know, you, you don't hide your belt, I'd be like, you know, like, showing off my belt, you know, and for someone to, like, recognize that I've got the best alligator belt in the world, you, you get where I'm going, I just, Stupid things, really, because I was acting out of my hurt and acting out of my fear, and my worldview was so locked into how the world perceived me. Have you been there before? Yes. Thank you for your honesty. I see your hand. I see your hand. But as the Lord has been working in me through my, my mentor, you know, my mentor is my mother in law, she's my spiritual mother. She is the one who was able to see the, the hurt and the fear in me. And do you know what she did? She didn't call me out and say, Elisha, you have this hurt and you have this fear in you. What she did was, first, she began to pray for me. And second, what she did was, she embraced me like this. It was God's love. And do you know what? Perfect love drives out what? All fear. Hallelujah. As the love just kept pouring on, pouring on, I love you, son. And I could almost hear my heavenly father speak to me through my mother-in-law. I love you, son. You have value. God has a big plan for you. Don't let go. I will not let you. And as that love continued to flow in me, it's like washing me, washing me, and washing me. And God, Jehovah Rapha, began to heal me from the inside out. The hurt healed. The fear gone in Jesus' name. My worldview, now it's right side up because I see through a kingdom lens that blessed are the poor in spirit, blessed are those who mourn, and blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness. God has been doing a changing work in me, brothers and sisters. If God can do that for me, he can do that for you. He is still alive and well, working. Working even when you are sleeping, unfolding his plans of redemption, reconciliation, restoration, renewal, and revival in the name of Jesus. All you need to do is be embraced. Accept the invitation and say, yes, 
I acknowledge that I don't measure up, God. I acknowledge that I've been hurt, God. I acknowledge that I'm in pain, God. But I embrace your embrace. And through that, Lord, help my life to hallow your name and see where God is leading me. Hallelujah. I'm excited. I'm excited. God has plans for me. God has plans for this church. God has plans for this region that the gospel and his name will be lifted up once again. A great awakening, a great revival like we've never seen before. I am excited because I see with my eyes of faith and I keep praying underneath the cross and I'm going to drill down deep until I hit gold. <laughs> because I know there's gold. His anointing is gold. His unction is gold. And he has a plan for us, church. Don't you forget it. To those this morning who are struggling with sin, I, I know where you are and I feel you and I've been there. To those who are struggling with addiction or strongholds, I feel you, I hear you, I've been there. For those who are struggling with insecurities, I hear you, I feel you, I see you, and I, I know how that feels. For those who are struggling with hopelessness, I hear you, I feel you, I see you, and I know where you are. But today's message is for you because what I have learned from my life through this text, hallow your name. It's not about stopping the drugs, stopping the alcohol, or stopping watching pornography, or lusting, or all the rest. It's not about that surface issue. Brothers and sisters, friends, hear me. It's not about just stopping. Because you know what? I've tried it. I've tried to stop it. But what happens again? It comes back. The thought comes back. The yearning comes back. The lure comes back. That's just a surface issue. God wants to deal with the root of that problem. And the key to solving that root is hallow your name. Pray hallow your name. Hallow your name in me, God. You are holy. And I believe you for that. So Holy Spirit, lead me into holiness. It's not about stopping, stop, stopping the, 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 the food that I eat. I, I just can't stop myself. Stop it. Don't do that. Pray, hallow your name on earth as it is in heaven. That's it. I guarantee it. Pray this first prayer that Jesus teaches us. Hallow your name. Cause your name to be holy in me, God. That's my goal now. I'm not trying to get rid of the junk. I'm trying to fill my whole essence with your being, your goodness, your joy, your peace, and your wholeness. Jehovah Shalom, my peace. The Lord is my peace. I used to enjoy sinning. Just for a short while, it'll give me pleasure. And sometimes I felt like this Christian thing. It was just too rigid, religious. 
ridiculous at times. Don't do this. Don't do that. 613 rules in the Old Testament. Don't do this. Don't do that. And I fell into sin easily. And to be honest, I enjoyed it. But there was something always deep inside of me that was calling out holiness. And you know that's a terrible feeling when you're sinning and you know that there's a God who loves me and that there is a calling on my life to be holy. And that's just not a calling for a preacher. That's all of your callings, by the way. Be holy. And there was always that disconnect. But Father God, in his grace, through, through my mother and through various people who've been praying for me and the love of my wife, God has been gracious to bring me all in to him. Just dive into him. If grace was like the sea, I would encourage you to dive in, to go all in, and pray the prayer Jesus teaches us. Hallow your name. Say to your neighbor right now. Hallow your name. Please pray this prayer. Please pray this prayer. Hallow your name. If you don't know what it means, research it. Study the word of God. I can help you. Let's do this together as a church family. Hallow your name in my life. Hallow your name in my family, in my church family's life. Hallow your name in this town, in this region, in this nation. So that your name is lifted up high. The people would see Jesus and see his glory and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Don't get stuck on the surface issues. Oh, yeah, I... I put down myself every time I speak. I'm so insecure. Oh, I'm, I'm just hopeless. I make mistakes. Don't get stuck on that, please. Let's graduate from that today and pray this prayer. Hallow your name. Make sure your name becomes holy in my life that I will esteem the name of God. I love the last part of this song. He's your provider, Jehovah Jireh, God of salvation, God of Messiah, the Son he sent to you and testified of him. He is Jehovah, the God that healeth thee. Sing hallelujah, sing hallelujah, sing hallelujah, sing hallelujah. He is Jehovah, Lord God Almighty. He is Jehovah, the God that healeth thee. Let's pray. Father God. There are no words to express how holy, pure, righteous you are. But with our feeble mouths and with the limited expression of our hearts, we decide this day to obey Jesus' teaching on prayer, to pray, hallowed be thy name. Hallow your name in me, God. 
hallow your name in my family and in my church family, God. You know the hurts and the brokenness. You know and you see and you are there to heal all the things that we are struggling with, God. Help us to break through with the first prayer, hallowed be thy name. And God, you are the balm of Gilead. You are the balm of Gilead. You are the balm of Gilead and Holy Spirit. You are the comforter and counselor. Lead us into your truth. I pray against the enemy that is bounding us to lies and deception. In Jesus' name, be broken this morning. We pray freedom for the captives and liberty and sight for the blind. In Jesus' name, we pray that you will heal our broken spirit in Jesus' name and plunge us into victory as we hallow your name as our posture becomes hallowing the mighty, awesome, revered name of God. And may we see your beauty, your wonder, and may your fragrance go with us wherever we go. And may your presence be so strong, God, that every time we lay hands, that your spirit will make holy those who have walked in unrighteousness and sin by your power and purity, O Lord. So we give you praise this morning for your word. We give you praise for each heart. And we thank you in advance for your continued love, love, love. We honor you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.